Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, June 26, 2022, and released on Sunday, July 10, 2022. This week's message is titled, The Only Sin That Can't Be Forgiven, and the scripture reference is Mark, chapter 3, verses 28 through 29. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. Today's message is one that has been a lot of questions about it through the years. The only sin that can't be forgiven. Mark chapter 3, verses 28 and 29 says, Verily I say unto you, All sins shall be forgiven unto the sons of men, and blasphemies wherewith soever they shall blaspheme. But he that shall blaspheme against the Holy Ghost hath never forgiveness, but is in danger of eternal damnation. Let's pray. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer at this time, Father, thanking you for your precious word. We know that your grace is offered to everyone. But if people refuse your grace, then they have committed the unpardonable sin. Dear Lord, we pray now that nobody in this auditorium would be in that situation. In your name I pray. Amen. As a minister, I have been asked many times what the unforgivable sin is. More than likely, those asking that question are afraid they might have committed this unpardonable sin. Let me assure you, I chose these two verses for my text for a very important reason. Verse number 28 specifically says that all sins can be forgiven by our Lord. But there's only one exception to this statement. If you tell the Holy Spirit no when you are convicted to be saved from your sin, the Spirit may leave you alone, dooming you to eternity in hell. Do not be guilty of saying no to the Holy Spirit. All sins can be forgiven. That's the topic of verse number 28. All sins can be forgiven. Think of some people that our Lord has forgiven of their sins. Let's go back to the Old Testament first of all. How about David? He had an affair with Bathsheba when he was supposed to be fighting a war. To cover up for his sin, then he had Bathsheba's husband murdered so his sin wouldn't be found out. Yet God said David was a man after his own heart. He thought very highly of King David. How about when Jesus talked to the Samaritan woman at the well in Samaria? She had had many lovers in affairs with men through the years. 
The current man that she was living with was not her husband. Jesus told her to go and sin no more. And I might also add that this woman became a testimony in the, in the town of Samaria. So when the apostles went to Samaria after the ascension of Jesus Christ, when they started their mission work, there was already a church established in Samaria that Jesus Christ had established himself through his ministry to the woman at the well. Then the Pharisees, they brought a woman before Jesus who was guilty of adultery. And the Jewish law was, if a woman or man, for that fact, was taken in adultery, they were to be publicly stoned by the people of the town. Well, after telling the men to stone her who had no sins, all the Pharisees left. And you know, Jesus, Sue pointed this out in Sunday school today, when he made that statement, all you with no sin cast the first stone. Then Jesus started writing in the sand. I believe, as soon as I agreed on that, I think he was naming sins of people in the crowd who wanted to stone this lady that was taken in adultery. Well, Jesus, after he told the, them to stone her, if they, and then all the Pharisees left, Jesus told her to go and sin no more. And then how about that thief on the cross besides Jesus? He didn't have an invitation to answer. He didn't have baptism water to get in. Nothing. But Jesus told him, On this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. So he forgave him right there on the cross beside him. Last but not least, let's take a look at the Apostle Paul. At that time, he was known as Saul, S-A-U-L. And he was guilty of looking for and killing Christians or putting them in prison. He was hated by the Christian people just as he hated the Christians. But Paul was humbled on the road to Damascus and became one of the greatest apostles we've ever known. Jesus has proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that all sins can be forgiven. So, if that's true what Jesus did, can't Jesus forgive anyone of what they have done? Now, I'm going to list here some horrible sins This is a long list of terrible sins that Jesus can and will forgive if we'll only allow him to. Murder. Rape. This is one hard for me to even write down, but it's true. A child molester. Thieves. Mass murderers like we've recently had. Rioters, spouse abusers, drug addicts, alcoholics, tyrants like Mr. Putin and 
Adolf Hitler, which he did not forgive Adolf Hitler for any knowledge we have. And the list could go on and on. Jesus will forgive any sin except telling the Holy Spirit no when you are convicted to be saved. So, cannot Jesus forgive you? I don't know what sins are in your life, folks. And very truthfully, believe me, I don't want to know. That is not my job. I am not a priest. I do not hear confessions. I am here today to tell you how much Jesus loves each and every one of you. Jesus, the Son of God, came to this earth for two basic reasons. First of all, one reason was, is Jesus came to seek and save those that were lost. And the second reason, Jesus was God's perfect sacrifice for our sins. Without the shed blood of Jesus, you and I would be on our way to hell today. Jesus lived a perfect life on this earth. He never knew sin while alive. Jesus was born of a virgin, Mary, and was fathered by the Spirit of God. And Jesus can and he will forgive you of your sins. When the Holy Spirit convicts you to accept Jesus as your Savior, just come to Jesus with a repentant heart and ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Your future destiny hangs in the balance, folks. But I want you to know there is one exception to verse number 28. And verse number 29 tells us that. I want to ask you a question. Have you felt the Holy Spirit tugging in your heart? Can you remember that time it is that small, sometimes it's very loud, voice speaking to your inner soul. We call it pricking your heart. I or someone else might preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, which I am doing today, folks. You hear the words, I speak, but your mind does not make the decision to accept Jesus as your Savior. That decision must come from within your heart or your soul. And that's hard for people to understand because everybody thinks that you make your decisions with your mind, which most decisions you do. But when you make a decision to give your life to Jesus, it has to come from within. It has to be with your whole being. You are selling out to be one of God's children. And that is important, folks. You've got to be able to give your life to Jesus. When you accept Jesus as your Savior, it's a life-changing experience. And if you've never felt the tugging of the Holy Spirit, 
You will know it when it tugs on your heart. You might shake. You might hold on to the pew in front of you. You might tremble in your shoes. I know one man, he chewed the dress off his little baby girl. He was so under conviction, and he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jesus wants you to be saved, and the Holy Spirit wants to make you miserable until you do. Very, very simple, folks. Rejecting Jesus Christ is unforgivable. That is the only sin that Jesus cannot or will not forgive. It is what we call the impardonable sin. Jesus wants everybody to be saved. That's his goal. That's his desire. But So when the Holy Spirit pricks your heart, wanting you to be saved, and you tell the Holy Spirit, no, that is unforgivable. The night I was saved when I was 13 years old, I was sitting on the back row with a bunch of young people. And I had my head down, I had my eyes closed, and I was shaking that pew to death in front of me. Well, I opened my eyes long enough to look up and see my pew was empty. They'd all went forward to be saved. And I says to myself, I'm not going to be the only kid in this church go to hell. <laughs> so I got up off that back seat and I went forward and accepted Christ that night as my Savior. September the 6th, 1963. Do you know how bad it hurts when you are rejected by someone? This rejection can come from a friend. It can come from even from a spouse, a business associate, or a family member. Well, the same way Jesus feels the rejection in his heart when you reject him. He doesn't like it, folks. Jesus feels that rejection when you tell the Holy Spirit, no. In repentance and faith, I urge you, turn to Jesus today. When you accept Jesus as your Savior, it's not just a bunch of words that come out of your mouth. Yeah, we, we lead people in a, uh, what we call a salvation prayer, but it's because they don't know what to say and we're just trying to help them. Jesus never had an invitation. He just looked at his apostles and said, follow me. And they did. And they followed him to the death. Every one of them but one was martyred for Jesus Christ. And that one that wasn't martyred was given a bath in hot boiling oil. So they believed in Jesus Christ with all their heart. So in repentance and faith, I urge you, turn to Jesus today. Romans 6.23 tells us that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ 
our Lord. If you do not accept Jesus, very simply, folks, you will die and go to hell. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's the way it is. You must repent of your sins and in childlike faith believe that Jesus died for the payment of your sins. Salvation is free, folks, but it's not cheap. Jesus Christ gave his life and shed his precious blood that you and I can be saved. Jesus will forgive you today too. Jesus is faithful to forgive everyone. And that is what is great about Jesus. We don't have to qualify for salvation. Praise the Lord, I'd have never qualified. But it doesn't matter what color you are, what nationality you are, whether you are male or female, this Jesus offers salvation to all who will come wanting to be saved. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is Romans 10, 13. It says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can take this to the bank, folks. Those times in your life when you might doubt your salvation, look back and say, did I ever come to you, Jesus, asking forgiveness of my sins? Did I ever ask you into my heart? And if the answer is yes to those questions, then yes, Jesus reigns in your heart as your Savior. The beautiful part about that verse, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, is you and I are whosoever's. If you will only come to Jesus today, he will save you. And don't listen to the lies of Satan. Oh my goodness, Satan would like you to think that you're just too bad of a sinner. You have way too many sins in your life. Or maybe you think your sins are just way too bad. You think that Jesus will never forgive you? Hogwash. He will forgive you. These are all lies of Satan. You better believe Satan does not want you coming to Jesus. Satan wants you to go to hell with him. His, his future is determined. But Satan spoils Satan's plans for you. Come to Jesus today. Your destiny is in your hands today. You can accept Jesus as your Savior Go to heaven and snub your nose to old Satan. Or you can tell the Holy Spirit no and go to hell. Folks, that's not a... It's your choice. And it shouldn't be a hard choice. But for some people, they just don't have what it takes to step out and say, I need Jesus today. You need to be aware of a very important fact, folks. Regardless of what you do today, the Bible tells us that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord of everyone. 
You're either going to do it in this life and spend eternity in heaven or you're not going to do it in this life and you're going to go to hell. The choice is yours, folks. You either do it now or do it later. Don't mess with the Holy Spirit. You know, there are signs in Texas, don't mess with Texas. They don't want you littering. Well, don't mess with the Holy Spirit. When you feel that tugging in your heart, saying you need to be saved, you need to ask forgiveness of your sins, you need to come to Jesus today. When you feel that tugging in your heart, and if you say no, it could cause you to spend an eternity in hell. And let me tell you right now, if you've ever seen anybody that painted a pretty picture of hell, they're wrong. Say yes to Jesus today, folks. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer, thanking you for dying on the cross for our sins. We pray, Lord, that you will work in our services today. In your precious name, amen. Thank you for listening to the message today. I pray that you know Jesus as your personal Savior. If you do not know Jesus as your personal Savior and would like to talk with someone, we would love to talk with you. We are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area at 4103 West Texas Street. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We also have a Wednesday night Bible study that meets at 6 p.m. We encourage you to get connected to a local church in your community and get involved in spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. Thank you and God bless.